0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Small Business Social Show. Today we're going to be talking to Joe Hines who is not only the owner of A Cubed Marketing but he's also a professor of social media at Whittier and a few other of the local colleges as well. So he's got quite a bit of information to share with all of you and a lot of tips for people who are brand new to entrepreneurship and those who've been in it a while but really need some marketing advice. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Jill Fox and I'm the owner of Fox Social Media and my company's been helping businesses, practices, and brands to both market and grow online for about 10 years now. And I'm super excited to have both my YouTube show and my podcast so that I can help all of you as well. Hi, Joe. Thank you so Hi. much for coming on the podcast and the video today. Oh, it's a pleasure, Jill. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Excited to have you. And as I mentioned earlier, Joe is both the owner of AQ Marketing and he's also a professor of social media at Whittier College. So, Joe, can you tell my audience a little bit about your background, education, um, and what you're doing right now?
1: Sure. You know, I spent uh, the first 25 plus years in my career uh, working in the corporate world. And uh, the first 15 of that was with a company called ConAgra Foods. And I was director of marketing at one time there. Um, I went from there and I went to work for DeVry University. And uh, I was also director there with DeVry, helping uh, you know our uh, campuses and centers recruit more new students. That's sort of the marketing role in the for-profit ed world. Uh, In 2013, I had an opportunity, a lot of things kind of came together at once, and I started my new firm. And it's called a Cube Marketing, and that's kind of what I've been doing for the last seven years or so. I also teach. I teach at Cal State University Fullerton and at Whittier College and at Fullerton Community College. And there I teach a number of different
0: marketing classes. Yeah. Wow. You are busy. I am not easy, not easy to do all of that. So can you tell everyone what exactly does your agency do?
1: Sure. We're, um, we're kind of a scrappy little firm. We, We love to work with smaller businesses, small to medium sized companies. We're into digital marketing in a pretty big way. So we're building websites. We do social media and content marketing. Um, we have graphic design capabilities and videography that we integrate into the work that we do on you know, on the websites and in social, but we can also branch out of that. We've done some package design work. We've developed sales collateral for certain clients. Um, and in the way of video, we do anything from CGI animation projects to uh, testimonials of customers that work with B2B firms to um, training videos to you, you name it.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Thank that's you. Really good. And by the way, you guys, I've seen the, um, I guess they were testimonial videos that Joe created for one of his clients and they're outstanding. He's really um, got a good handle on the storytelling process and how to use that in marketing. Oh, thank so, you. Yeah, yeah, So what led you to become a professor? How did you make that, not transition, you're doing both, but how did you get into that?
1: Well, you know, it, it actually started when I was with DeVry. I felt like I wanted to get to learn our our customers better and understand where they were coming from so that we could do a better job on the marketing end. And, and so I asked to have a few classes. And it turned out that I loved to do it. You know, um, I was always a really good student back in my days at university. And uh, I took that strength into the classroom, thought I was pretty natural at it. And I've just kept it up ever since. So I've been teaching around, oh gosh, maybe... Since two thousand and eight, so eleven years now.
0: Yeah. Wow, I didn't even realize it was that long. That's pretty oh, yeah. cool. And yeah. what are the what are the courses you teach? In addition, I know I said social media, but what are the other ones you teach?
1: Yeah, well, this semester I'm teaching uh, microeconomics, macroeconomics. I'm teaching social media marketing and communications, business communications.
0: That really runs the gamut. So you you um you go from the the very analytical to the very creative
1: yeah I do and you know but like anybody in the small business world, we all have to kind of have multiple strengths right in order to run our, our companies and um, I've just been able to take what I learned back in the day in the corporate world and what I learned in academics and apply it in a lot of different ways And you know the other thing is really like I say mother um, necessity is the mother of invention. When you find that you have to do something, you just learn to make it happen, you know
0: yeah, that's true. I can, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. So, um, one of the things I think it would be interesting to hear from somebody with all your experience and, and in multiple areas is what challenges or obstacles do you consistently find that your clients have and how do you help them work through them?
1: Oh, thank you. Great question. Um, y- you know, what, what I find is that in the smaller businesses, They started off because they either had an operations strength or they had a sales strength. But uh, a lot of the marketing was something that was not something that they'd experienced before. Um, A lot of companies are very entrepreneurial, but maybe not very strategic in a real deep way. Uh, So it turned out that I was finding that a lot of clients didn't understand what their brand was about or they didn't really have a plan or even understand really how to best Communicate that. So I feel like, especially in social and and in you know anything digital, where what we have is a stand-in for a sales force, we have to become really great at showing people how we're different and how we are unique in the way that we help them solve their problems. And really, that's just branding. Okay. Showing ourselves to be different, unique, and what we do is special. And so I have a process that I created where I'll sit down with a client. Sometimes it's half a day, sometimes it's longer. And through some open-ended questioning and real probing, we begin to craft what really turns out to be a very authentic brand strategy that once we're done, now, now all of a sudden I feel like we have a foundation to really create great content for them and really create great, deliverables like websites and, and other things that they need that have a lot more meaning because now it's rooted in, in them and what's strong about them. Um, it has to be different from just talking about me and I'm also out here and this is what I do and I build websites or gee, I'm a cookie company or whatever I am because there's hundreds of us, there's thousands of us out here doing exa- you know doing what we do. So we have to know say, but how is what I do different and special from what somebody else does? And why would anybody call me versus anybody calling some of my competitors? Right? And, and that's the kind of thing that I really want to uh, encourage my clients to do when I work with them is think of it from your prospect's perspective and say, what have you got that's unique? And why should they call you? And how do you make the decision making process that much easier for them? versus, you know, hi, this is what I am and thank you for listening, but I still haven't given you any reasons why. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yes, that's such a good point. You're right. And I think a lot of people start with, uh, and I've been guilty of this as well. I mean, there've been times when I would start with the, hey, these are all the things I can do for you because we want to help and we know how to help and we know how to take their company further. But really, like you said, we've got to start with the what's the problem? How can I help you? You know, we, we have to relate to what they're going through and fully understand what they're going through. And then also, you know, let them know what's different and unique about us and how can we help them better than others um, to reach their goals. I, I love
1: that. You know, um, what, what did you, what have you found in terms of uh Customers who have to do a sales job. I mean, we have to do everything, don't we? In small business. You have to be marketing, you got to be the accountant, you got to be the administrator, you got to be everything. Sales is also something that people misunderstand how to go about doing it. Do
0: you think so too? I think that people are stuck on the old used car salesman, throw ads out there, throw money behind your sales pitches, and that's how you sell. And it absolutely doesn't work anymore.
1: No, no. Um, I was talking with my communications class last night saying, listening is not something that we learn how to do naturally, a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference between hearing and listening. And the difference is, if you hear, okay, so you register that there's a noise out there. But if you're listening, you're really actively engaged in that process, and you're probing and you're asking for more. and mm-hmm. I have found that doing that, listening is what sells for me more often, way more often than me thinking, okay, I've got this box of widgets here, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to tell people all about it. Because if all you do is talk and not listen or not request to understand better, right? You know the thing about seek to understand rather than to be understood? Right. Mm-hmm. A stronger perspective, I think, you know? and And that's another thing that I try to encourage my clients to do.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think that's so smart and makes sense. And and you know now marketing is so much more about your story, and mm-hmm. more so your client's story. How how your product can help them to solve a problem, be happier, you know whatever that outcome is that they're looking for. And the more you relate to that and show them that, um, the more, you know, likely they are to work with you.
1: Right. How, how well do you think some of uh, your clients or prospects, let's say, understand what they're selling? I mean, we have to all learn how to really think on our feet too, don't you think?
0: I, you know, yes, and and I would say with mine are a little different because most of my clients are in regulated industries, so okay. medicine, law. Um, you know, I have them across the board, but those are the main ones. So they clearly know one hundred percent. But one of the interesting things, going back to another one of your points, is um, I have an attorney that I work for, and he I was a referral, called me and said, my wife and I had gone to a marketing seminar to learn how to market our firm, and we left there going, we don't have time to learn this, let alone do this. Right. And that's where I think we all come in, because he... Um, you know, he hired me to do it. And and that was like five years ago. So um, yeah, so so it's still going strong and, and great working relationship, but that's half the problem. And I always tell people don't feel bad because what we do is a very specialized skill and it takes a long time to learn it. And it's time consuming. So, yeah. you know, it's like having to go back and put yourself through school to learn marketing and then spend a huge portion of your day doing the marketing. It makes a lot more sense to have a qualified firm doing it for oh, you, totally. lot more, much more cost effective too. Huge difference. Great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, on the listeners, I have a lot of listeners that are either brand new business owners, you know, sole proprietors, entrepreneurs, or are really want to get into it. And what I find is that they have an incredible skill. They are super talented at what they do, but this um, marketing, this social media is really holding them back. So for those kind of people, what's the best advice you can give them?
1: The KISS method, (laughs) (laughs) right? I mean, think about if you're going to try to start a campaign, think about what can you do that's repeatable and scalable and is going to have Uh, the most most torque, the most leverage, right? I mean, if I can get something done by doing something that only costs me a certain amount of effort, then don't over-expend your effort to get as much done. Look for the points of leverage that you have and use those because there's only so many hours in a day.
0: That's such great advice because one of the things, and I think us included, where we go wrong, especially well, you know, and, and small business owners in general is that we want to do everything. And, you know, like a small business owner will listen and, and they'll hear, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be on Facebook. Now I'm supposed to be on Instagram. Now I'm supposed to, I heard I'm supposed to be on YouTube. You cannot do everything. Yes, are those great opportunities? Absolutely. But you've got to pick one or two, do a really good job. As you grow, you may be able to incorporate the others. But don't go crazy. And, you know, the other thing is don't overcomplicate it. It's Hmm. not complicated. It's just a process.
1: Right, right. The the other thing that I would add to what we're talking about is to, to identify where in a sales funnel your activity fits. And, and what I mean by a sales funnel is the top of a funnel is where people become aware of your product, service, your brand, whatever. But these customers are in the process or a journey of buying something, and there's multiple steps involved. So is what you're crafting today going to get them into the top of your funnel? Or is it something deeper down? And um, And do you, have you, constructed a funnel even because if what you're doing is just a series of one-offs but they don't necessarily lead a customer in a pointed direction that's ultimately going to lead to a sale then you're probably doing a lot of work but it's not very effective and it probably isn't very efficient and when it comes back down to hey i'm a small company and i wear all the hats you don't have time or you don't have time or resources to do that so think about one you know where do I get the most leverage and two, how do I build a simple system that is going to kind of handhold those customers from the time that they first become aware of who you are and the value that you represent and how you solve their problems to why would they want to do business with you versus wanting to do business with somebody else. That's like middle of the funnel. And then finally you have to have, I call it a tripwire, right? If you don't dangle the carrot, or offer them some incentive to finally make the decision that's in your favor, well, you brought the most of the way down, but you never actually got around to closing the sale. So the other two things that you've already done, those important milestones didn't lead to the conclusion and so you never got to ring the cash register.
0: Good point, and that's very true. And I know I'm sort of guilty of that because I will present to clients on my own as, as a marketer, you know, as a agency owner. And I, uh, you know, I never really push, I follow up, but I don't have a, you know, I don't know, a pushy, like, or, or just even I'm bad about that. I'm bad about that because I just say, Hey, you want to work with me? Great. And if you don't, great. And I probably should be a little bit, <laughs> a little more salesy than that, but yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that. I'm great when it's my clients. Yeah. I'm great about helping them and getting to the point and, you know, no problem. But yeah, it's funny. It's different when it's you. Oh, uh, we never have time to
1: get to our own stuff. Yeah. You know, we're working it all for everybody else to the detriment of our own bas- businesses sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true.
0: And I find that it's way more fun for me to do other people's work. Like I would much rather do the marketing work for my clients than myself. It's so much more fun. It it Uh, is. Which is kind of a good thing because that's my job. So that, you know, that's always my focus is taking care of them as opposed to um, growing my social. And I I need to be better about that as well.
1: Great point. And, and, And I think, too, that it's easier to look at a client's business and see it objectively. And, you know the reason that sometimes our clients can't see some of the, the way the moving parts interrelate and can't really find the, the solution to their problem is because one, they've been stuck thinking about, about it all, all this time in a certain way, and so it's difficult to see it clearly and fresh for the first time. And two, sometimes you and I have uh, outside experiences from past lives or past clients that we're able to bring in some fresh thinking and vitality where they haven't had that broad of an experience yet. So, and that's why I think it's harder for you and me to work on our own stuff too, because we have the same sort of, I can't gotta get out of my own right. way kind of perspective that, that I think all of us share, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's so true. And, you know, the other thing, to recommend to people that are brand new, this is a good point, or you know, just trying to get your business off the ground, or you just started your business, and you, if you join a group, it doesn't even have to be people that are in the same field. It can be a group like a mastermind where there everybody's an entrepreneur, but you all may have different fields that you're in, yeah. and you bounce ideas and questions off of each other. You'll get some amazing advice. And the other thing is you get some really great motivation and make some friends that you can um, talk to because they get it. They understand what you're going through where, you know, a friend or family member would love to be supportive and tries, but they really don't understand it. You know, they may say, okay, why are you doing this? You could just go get a job and not have to worry about all this stuff. Right. And so, you know, in our world, that's not an option.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like having your own business though, it's like having two or three jobs. I mean, it's, it, it is, it is no easy walk in the park, you know? That's true. Yeah. Um, I, I would think too that uh, on that matter, um, when you're talking with friends or family and you're seeking advice like that, think about who are you asking, who are you asking to give it to you? Because what you want is really critical, and constructive feedback. So asking somebody like your mom or something, right? <laughs> oh, honey, that's wonderful, right? That's all, but the, is that really useful? It, you know, versus asking somebody who's going to tell you the, the truth, and it might be a painful truth, but it's a truth that's going to move you down the field a lot farther than the easy lop that gets you tackled in the next play, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's a really good point. And it's funny, I'm laughing as you're saying this because I'm a mom, I'm a grandma, and I'm a rescue dog mommy. Oh so I am, I am the epitome of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you just have
1: a whole bunch of people yeah. involved? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So
0: um, I know when you and I talked a little bit earlier before we recorded this, that you actually have a very cool special offer for my audience. So you want to tell them about it?
1: Yeah, you know, um, perhaps today there have been some things that that I might have referenced, you know, that that seem close in to what, you know, your listeners are are dealing with or thinking about. And um, I'd like to offer them a 15-minute free consultation. Uh, if they would go to my site on my homepage near the bottom, I have a Calendly app and they can just go right in there and, and schedule time with me. And I'd be happy to walk them through some strategic ideas and, you know, free, uh, gratis.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's really awesome. And will you give them the URL as well? I'd love to. Sure.
1: It's A cubed marketing. That's A-C-U-B for boy, E-D for David, marketing. Dot com
0: okay awesome and i will make sure that is in the description and show notes as well so um, make sure you tell joe that you heard him on this show right. so that he knows um how you're coming to him and and i know as well because i would think it's really cool and i would love to hear about um i'd love to hear from any of you that go over and have the consultation with joe and i think even in 15 minutes with his experience, you're going to be able to get so much good information that that 15 minutes is going to move you forward in your business, that alone. Um, so I would definitely take advantage of that wonderful offer. And Joe, is there anything else you want to tell everyone before we wrap it up today?
1: You know, I do have a vlog that we've launched a few weeks back uh, it's doing really nicely on Facebook. Uh, and, uh, you know, if people are interested, again, you can get to that either through my Facebook page. Um, you know, we our handle is uh, facebook.com forward slash A3marketing. You can get it there. Or you can go to my website and actually subscribe to have a link sent to your email every week, because we're publishing once a week. Um, and that's near the bottom, again, of the homepage. And it's very clear as to Where would you do that? So, you know, and we're talking about all kinds of issues like I touched briefly today about um, branding. But, you know, we do anything in the world of social media. Uh, We've got some do it yourself tips and techniques that might help people out, you know, in that way. So hopefully there's along the way some nuggets that will help our customers and, and your friends out.
0: And I'll put links to your Facebook page and um, that particular page on your site here as well. And keep in mind, everything Joe's offering you is free. And this is someone who is a professor and better yet, a professor who actually works in the industry and has real experience. So um, lots more great information for entrepreneurs, small business owners, and, you know, whether you're just getting started or you're a little bit further down the road. So well, thank you so much, Joe. You fun, Jill. Thank a lot of great content, and thank you for that nice offer for the audience as well.
1: Yeah, again, my pleasure. Yeah, super.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here today, and I really appreciate it. Sure thing. Look- Take care, okay? Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining both Joe and I today on this episode of the Small Business Social Show. And if you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe. Every week, I'll be bringing you a new episode so that you can get information on both marketing and growing your small business, your practice, your brand. Thank you again, and don't forget to subscribe.